0: Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Liu Show,
1: the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu.
0: Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Happy New Year. Wishing you a new year filled with new hope, new aspirations, and new happiness. Today on the show, we have my friend, Kathy Trent, who is an author of the book, The Journey. Mastering the Art of Slowing Down into a Beautiful Existence. Kathy is a global inspirational speaker, life mentor, leadership coach, cancer survivor, a fierce advocate for mental health awareness, addiction recovery expert, who is passionate about empowering and uplifting women to help build self-esteem and self-confidence. We're here today to talk about her own life journey as she mastered the art of slowing down. Hope you enjoy this conversation. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you, Lucy. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So you're an inspirational speaker and you actually had a lot of low points in your own life to get you where you are now. Can you talk a little about those times?
1: Oh, absolutely! Well, I've, in my book, I wrote about uh, there were several low points in my life. Had actually, at some point, I had gone to a psychiatrist, and we identified some traumas that I've gone through. You know, relationship wise, and and then it it forced me to go into a real deep self excavation of my life and deep dive. And I would say a low point for me was when I was diagnosed with cancer. This was only a couple of years ago. And I was working a lot. I was working a lot. I you know, I, I thought my, my shoulder and my neck pain was just attributed from the stress and anxiety that I was having, opening up my own firm, you know, working for myself, being a business owner. And I ended up walking into a emergency room one day. It took us about five hours to figure out that there was something wrong with my neck. And um, there was a bulge, and and two weeks later, I was diagnosed with cancer. And that was, I would, I would say, that was a really low time in my life. Coupled with being in a relationship that I wasn't taking care of myself, so self care was non-existent in my life for many years.
0: What's the most important thing you've learned throughout that journey?
1: The most important thing I learned from that journey was that I was rushing through life. And I didn't take care of myself. And so therefore, when I when I started writing my book and figuring out what was the most what's the most important thing that I want to share with the world. And it truly is, it's all about slowing down. And now obviously we're in COVID. It's it's so perfect. So our all of our lives are so perfectly aligned with the theme of my book was mastering the art of slowing down into a beautiful existence. And so when we when we look at you know, how do we exist? You know, we're, we're moving too fast. We work in corporate America. We we're out there, we're hustling. We're, we're trying to make ends meet. We're taking care of kids. We have ill family members that we have to take care of. And with, with having cancer, it forced me to slow down because I was actually in uh, radiation therapy for two months straight. I, I was in complete isolation for two months. I couldn't see my son. I lost my vocal, like they they nicked a, a vocal nerve. And so I couldn't speak for almost two months and it just, it, it made everything go inward. And so this sent like my universe, then my internal dialogue with, m- with myself was like, why did this happen? Why did I get cancer? Why was I diagnosed with cancer? And so that just, again, that just forced me to go into really a self, you know, to self discovery and. And therefore, when I put my book out there in the market, I said, hey, you know what? I, I think that's, that'll be what we're going to talk about. And how, do, how did I get there? And of course, you know, there's definitely some other low points in my life for example, my drug and alcohol addiction, you know, when it started when I was a really young age, at the age of 13, I started, you know, taking pills. And those pills were actually perf- I, later on when I when I figured it out, I was like, I was using those pills to enhance my performance. So and nothing about me, nothing about my life is slow. So that's why we, when people laugh, they're like, well, Kathy, that's just so ironic that you're writing a book about slowing down. What do you know about teaching how to slow down? I said, because I was just moving so fast in life. And so we had that situation and then, you know, getting married with a bipolar manic depressive that made me look at myself and my own behaviors as well as I'm caretaking this other person. So yeah, it's just slowing down into living a beautiful life. That's really what I learned um, on my journey.
0: What would you consider your biggest failure or do you believe in failures?
1: You know, that's a good question. I I mean, we, we've all heard it, you know, we're coaches, leaders out there. There's, there's really not, not a failure. There's experiences we live, we love, and then we have lessons. And, you know, I, I mean, looking back, we can, I can probably have my next book could be about relationships because I've dated a lot. I've had a lot of relationships in and out of um, different relationships and you know, not being able to get my um, addictions under control. You know, for a long time, I beat myself up. I said, "Hey, you know that that just seems gosh, I'm such a big failure, like a big loser that I can't get this program right." But over the years, what I learned was that it doesn't matter if you've got addictive compulsive behavior or you've failed in life. Everybody goes through the same thing. It's it's called life, and it's called living. And so then now I just, I don't see myself as a failure. I don't see that. I see myself as an extraordinary human being living an extraordinary life. And I live it very effectively because when I had my rock bottoms, I was able to climb out of that. And I was able to, I I was able to get to a place of self once again, because like my book has, it's riddled with solution although i I talk about how my book is an autobiography, I've talked about how it is my memoir, but seventy percent of it is all about solution. okay, I can't get my food under control. What do you do? I can't wake up in the morning. I'm too tired, I'm too sleepy, restless, irritable, discontent. What do you do? How do you get over that? so so yes, I mean, to answer a question, I don't see myself as a I, I don't see anything in life and and nor should anybody consider. Them being a failure. It's just lessons learned. And we're always supposed to be in consideration of what we don't know. So if we don't know it, go figure it out. That was
0: beautiful, Kathy. You are an extraordinary person indeed. And I absolutely believe failure is not a word to ever describe a person. It is an event. Uh, it's an experience. It's a learning experience. And it's just a success
1: on its way. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, just human beings being human. And we are out there, even though you don't see your greatness, we strive to get there. And through experiencing our own personal weakness, it allows us to feel and, and taste our greatness and see it. If there wasn't sour, you wouldn't know what sweet tastes like, right? If you don't know what pain, you don't know what love looks like. And it's just through experiencing these low times in our lives, we are able to break free from that and truly live a happy, joyous, and free life. So again, it's just going back to what we don't know, what we don't know. And I live in faith. Like Lucy, I I live in faith. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, okay, how, God, like, how do I, how can I help someone? What can I create today in the next 24 hours that I'm awake? You know, like, how can I help another person? How can I be vulnerable enough to let someone see through all of this and say, look, Kathy, you've been through it. Thank you for being a walking, living testimony to show us there truly when you are lost in the world, that there is a pathway home. And so therefore, I feel so blessed today, extremely blessed. Every day, I turn my will and my life over the care of God. I let go and I just let God. Whatever we want to call God is. Some, like Originally, when I first got into the God conversation, I was like, okay, I don't know what God is. I, and I don't trust God because I can't even trust myself. And then later on, I just go, okay, a lot of seeds are beginning to get planted. Something There's something here. I need to open up my ears, I need to let go of my ego. And I need to put like my pride aside. And just, you know, I I started convincing myself that there is a higher power out there. And so the more that you, you don't do self will, because that ends up making you go run riot. So it's, so it's, it's such, it's a, it's such a beautiful place to be when, when you just turn your life over to care of something else, and and that's that can be a whole new uh, that can be a whole another podcast about how I found God too. So <laughs> I do resonate with what you say, though.
0: When I'm asked what is the number one tip to get where I am now, I would have to say to have unshakable faith. Mm. whether that's with God or of Mm -hmm. any higher power or the universe or Beyonce, whoever you believe (laughs) in. right? Right. But the point is you have to believe it to a point where it's flowing in your blood carved in your bones and just runs in every fiber of your being. You can't just have one little bump on the road and be shaken in your faith and that's, that doesn't work.
1: Right. And you know, I mean, it's for, for individuals that don't believe in a higher power of some sort or the universe, or like you said, Beyonce, right? It's like, it's a mindset though. It truly is having that mindset that it's, you're on a team and that team's not going to let you down. Right. And so when you're out there building teams, you're building your organization, you're, you've got your seven figure income earner, you know, phenomenal, like, you don't. You didn't do it by yourself. And then how do you how do you how do you go out there in the world and how do you grow when you? It's like you know you're just hoarding. You no, know, it's like how do you how do you grow? You have to be able to learn and how to network. And it's just it's it's a it's a mindset of being able to allow others to help you as well. And you know it just it it just it just made me a stronger and better person when I knew that I didn't have to do it alone anymore. That I can just be, feel safe. And that's, you know, really how I, I ended up having such amazing breakthroughs in my life. I ended up learning how to trust something else other than myself.
0: What is your favorite memory relating to writing your book?
1: Oh, my gosh, my favorite memory. Well, let's let's talk about like why, like the, the how I wrote my book. So my coach said, I want you to journal because I was going, I it took me 10 years, by the way, to write this book. It, it wasn't an overnight, you know, this past 2020 COVID timeframe, but it took me about 10 years. Cause I, I wanted to get a book out in the market about 10 years ago when I was just really straight and narrow with um, my program and my recovery and all that. And I was like, Oh wow, this tastes so good. I wanted to just share it with everyone. And then of course I had some relapses uh, along the road, but I would I, w- I would say that it gave me a lot of peace and comfort when I was writing my story because I wrote it at the most painful moments in my life, especially when I was diagnosed with cancer and I was going through it. Two years ago, I was in my hospital room. I had my notepad right next to me. When uh, my ex husband had gone to prison, I had my notepad right next to me, and I said, "Why?" You know, and when my when I was fearing for my son's life and our Livelihood, I had my notepad right next to me and I wrote it. And, I, and now looking back, I'm so glad that I didn't stop writing. And it was, again, it was a, it's a, it's, it was a very beautiful, vulnerable process. And I'm so glad that my coach just kept on kicking my butt behind and saying keep writing. You know, and it's probably the most perfect time to write because that's that's the stories that that empires and that's the story that businesses have been built on. These powerful, amazing stories of the most toughest times in your life. So I I never stopped writing, and now as I'm saying this out loud to you, I'm just so glad that even though the most broken hearted times that I've gone through my life, like those were the most beautiful. Times that the pen flowed, so I I thank you for asking that question.
0: Mm, you're welcome, and you know, just the action of writing pen on paper is a healing process, and it's important to have coaches. You and I, Kathy, we're both coaches, and we all have our coaches. And that's the beauty of life is that we don't have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, I agree. Along
0: the journey. Is there a favorite quote that you went by?
1: Yes, it's actually one that I've listed on my website too. An extraordinary life begins with the right mindset. I truly believe that that's been the case for me. My life has been riddled with many traumas ever since I was a little girl, you know, escaping the war with my parents. And, you know, just in migrating here growing up in a real gang infested area of Santa Ana, California. And, you know, I, my life is extraordinary. I'm an extraordinary human being out to help others. And, and it, at the end of the day, people ask me why, like, why do I do the things I do? Like a lot of times I'm donating a lot of my time. I'm donating my books. I'm, you know, reaching, I I wake up early in the morning. I've been at, I've, I've got a busy schedule of just speaking to an addict alcoholic or to a university or a room full of kids, coaching them, leading them, showing them that you own your story. It's, it's so, it's such a it's a beautiful existence when you become vulnerable and your, your life is not perfect. Just re- realizing and, and recognizing that everybody's in the same, in the same boat and, and it doesn't matter if, and, and ultimately the, the goal is, is to be happy, you know, to live a happy, joyous and free life. And how did, how to, it's like, we have to figure out like, how did we get there? So yeah. So an extraordinary life begins with a right
0: mindset. That was beautiful. And we're just going to leave it right there. Where can everyone find you at, Kathy?
1: I'm on Facebook, Instagram, definitely can reach out to me. My email address is on my website. It's www.kathytrin.com And that's where you can find me. And check out her book, The Journey. Yes, guys. Yes. It's The Journey, Mastering the Art of Slowing Down into a Beautiful Existence. Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely.
0: To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck,